Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the Fantasy Football Hangout with your boy GD. In this episode, I will be covering Week 16 in the NFL. This will be part one where it covers Thursday night game, the Saturday games, and a few of the Sunday early games. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, let's talk about week 16 in the NFL. Getting down to the crunch, guys. So, if you survived the semifinals in your fantasy playoffs, uh, congratulations to you. Uh, I kind of uh, <laughs> took a bad beat with a couple of teams of mine. I'll talk about why and how and all that good stuff. So, anyhow, so let's... Let's talk about it. So, uh, still have some teams alive, so I ain't completely out, thank, thankfully. So, let's get into it, guys, shall we? So, week 16, we're going to start with Thursday's game. Tennessee hosting the San Francisco 49ers. And able to overcome them, 20-17. to 17. Let's talk about those games. And now, well, let's talk about it. Um... Tennessee behind, well, let's start with the quarterback. Ryan Tannehill, 29 pass attempts, 22 completions, 209 yards in the touchdown, three rushes for him for 22 yards, and he was sacked four times. So uh, Tannehill, um, I guess a little better than what he's been showing as of late, but still, you know, not not great stuff, you know, uh, I would think with the playoffs on the line, you're not starting a Ryan Tannehill, that's for sure. So, um, Okay, so let's talk about the running game. Uh, kind of a disappointment, to be honest. Uh, Jeremy McNichols, seven rushing for him, 31 yards, and he had uh, zero receptions on one target. Dontrell Hilliard. Five rushes for him, 20 yards. He had two catches for minus six yards. And De uh, Deonta Foreman, nine rushes for 17 yards, but he did get a touchdown. So I guess, you know, I guess that's okay, all things considered. Um, but still not a good showing all in all from that um, running game. Although the 49ers run defense is... Uh, pretty good so I guess that's um not to be surprised by and then in terms of the passing attack he got AJ Brown back to it and that's a good thing and uh he immediately went to his favorite guy so 11 catches for him 145 yards and a touchdown and he was targeted 16 times so basically of the 29 pass attempts 16 went to his guy, so uh, that just tells you all you need to know there. So, guys, if you had A.J. Brown and you were sitting on him this whole time, man, did he come through for you if you if you were able to start him in your playoffs. Whew, man. Um, Nick Westbrook-Ickhine, two catches for 38 yards, and then Julio Jones, who pretty much you – Unless you're desperate, you're putting him in your lineup at this point. One catch for seven yards for him. So, 
in terms of San Fran, Jimmy Garoppolo. On paper, this looks okay. Uh, 35 pass attempts, 26 completions, 322 yards, a touchdown, and two interceptions was sacked twice. So, on paper, it looks good. It looks, you know, like you'll take it, but, you know, I guess the two interceptions kind of muddies things. So, uh, yeah, so you don't like that. In terms of the run game, Jeff Wilson continued to sub in for Eli Mitchell. Um, 14 rushes for him, 45 yards and a touchdown, three catches for 12 yards. So, hey, you'll take that as if, you know, if you're forced to have to put Wilson in there, you'll take that. Uh, Jamichael Hasty, one rush for three yards, and then he had three catches for 26 yards. So, uh... No word yet on uh, Elijah Mitchell, so it's possible Jeff Wilson Jr. can get another start. But remember, too, that um, they're also running Debo Samuels, so uh, bear that in mind. And speaking of that, let's talk about the passing game. Speaking of, uh, Debo Samuel continues his torrid uh, season. Nine catches for... 159 yards, that's on 11 targets. He also ran it five times for 32 yards. So, yeah, so um, definitely what you want to see there, that's for sure. Um, uh, Kyle Jusic, uh three catches for him for 45 yards. Brandon Ayuk with the lone touchdown, four catches, 40 yards, and the touchdown on five targets. And then George Kittle, two catches for 21 yards on three targets. So George Kittle coming down to earth at the absolute wrong time. Uh, I have him in on two teams that I um, were in the semis. I'm now playing for third place. Um, the combination of him and the common thread was he was on the team and Austin Eckler was on COVID. So, uh, yeah, so nonetheless, those teams are now playing for third place, unfortunately. So that's the break sometimes, guys. Uh, What can you do? So George Kittle, if you started him, you're not a happy camper because he didn't come through for you. So in any event, the 49ers as a whole still alive in the playoffs. They're right now uh, neck and neck with Philly for that last spot. So, um, yeah, so we'll we'll see how that goes. Next week for them, they actually host the Houston Texans, which Houston Texans are kind of playing. Um, seems like they found their offense a little bit. So uh, that's not going to be a cakewalk. And then for Tennessee, they actually host the Miami Dolphins. And a game that won't be easy for them either. So, um, so we'll see what happens there. So that was Thursday's game. Let's talk about the Saturday games. There was two, uh, starting with Green Bay hosting the uh, Cleveland Browns, <clears throat> and co- consequently beating them twenty-four to twenty-two. Let's talk about those Packers. Aaron Rodgers. Doing yeoman's work with that uh, fractured toe. 34 pass attempts, 24 completions, 
202 yards, three touchdowns, no sacks. So Aaron Rodgers, um, you know, if if you started him, you're happy. Well, of course you started him. He's Aaron Rodgers. But if you were relying on him, he came through for, for you with this performance here, that's for sure. In terms of the run game, still kind of a split, guys. Aaron Jones, 12 rushes, 66 yards. He caught five passes for 21 yards on six targets. And then A.J. Dillon, nine rushes for him for 41 yards, three catches for 15 yards. So still kind of a split over there, guys. I think that's the way it's going to be. Um, it's the old saying, if it's not broke, don't try and fix it. So it seems like this is working for them. So, um, yeah, so I guess you'll take that. If you have shares in Aaron Jones, I mean, you could do a lot worse, but it is what it is, guys. He's in a split now, and that's just the way it is. If, if you couldn't deal him out and you still have him, you just got to put him in there and hope for the best. So, Anyhow, let's talk about the passing game. Devontae Adams, pretty much doing Devontae Adams things. 10 catches for 114 yards and two touchdowns. And he was targeted 13 times. Alan Lazar getting his moment here because Marquise Valdez Scantling on the sideline with COVID. Uh, two catches, 45 yards, and a touchdown. So you'll definitely take that. And that was on five targets. And he even ran it once for 13 yards. So Alan Lazar, if you had to start him, uh, he came through for you. So, um, Kudos to him for that. In terms of Cleveland, Baker Mayfield, hmm, uh, 36 pass attempts, 21 completions, 222 yards, two touchdowns, four interceptions, two of which went to Rasul Douglas. So, um, yeah, not, not good for Mayfield. Two rushes for 11 yards. He was sacked five times so which is leading a lot of people to ask the question is he really the franchise quarterback over there in Cleveland um that is a good good question um I mean he does have outstanding weapons but you know he has a running game there he has some decent receivers, not not one who could take a top off a of defense, but, you know, um, they thought they had that in Odell Beckham Jr., but they shipped the man out of town, and you see what he's doing with the Rams. So uh, it leads to a lot of questions in the offseason for Cleveland, that's for sure. In terms of the run game, speaking of, uh, Nick Chubb faring much better this week. 17 rushes, 126 yards, and a touchdown. He also caught three passes for 38 yards on four targets. So, Nick Chubb coming through just when you need him, man, and with this nice performance here. Dearness Johnson doing his best Kareem Hunt impression. Uh, four rushes for 58 yards. Pretty good. And then one catch for eight yards on two targets. So, uh, again, Dearness Johnson being that Kareem Hunt for this run game. And so far, so good. So you'll take that. 
in terms of the passing game, Rashad Higgins uh, kind of led the room there. Five catches for 58 yards on six targets. Jarvis Landry, four catches, 55 yards on seven targets. Austin Hooper, three catches for 26 yards. He was targeted five times. And then Anthony Schwartz with the lone touchdown. And that was on a five-yarder. And he also rushed it twice for 24 yards. So, yeah, that Cleveland, uh, those receivers there, you just can't really. uh, I thought Landry is the guy. um, Seems to fluctuate. But I guess if you have to start a receiver over there, it would be Landry. Um, but, you know, at this stage of the season, you know, uh, you're probably starting Landry if you have like a three-receiver um, lineup where you need to fill that spot. But, um, yeah, you, you're not holding out a lot of hope when he gets a start on your team. So, anyhow... Uh, Cleveland, they go to Pittsburgh for Monday Night Football. And then for Green Bay, they actually host the Minnesota Vikings on Sunday Night Football. So, two night games up for both the Pack and the Browns. So, moving on to the later Saturday game. And we in that we saw Indiana going to Arizona and getting a tough win, 22-16. to 16. Um, In that game, the Colts played without four of their starting offensive linemen and their best linebacker, uh, Darius Leonard, all out with various um, ailments, whether it be COVID or not. So, um, yeah, so this was a tough one here. Um, anyhow, let's talk about the, the game. Uh, Carson Wentz, 28 pass attempts, 18 completions, 225 yards, two touchdowns. He ran it twice for four yards, and he was sacked twice. Um, bit of bad news, though. Carson Wentz um, with a case of COVID. So, And then remember, guys, he's not vaccinated. So uh, it. They, they do have new protocols in the NFL, so it's a slight chance that he's reinstated by Sunday. Not all that strong a chance, but a chance nonetheless. Right now, they're prepping Sam Ellinger, and then on top of that, uh, Frank Reich, uh, the coach, he put in a call to Phillip Rivers. Mind you, the last we've heard of Phillip Rivers He's coaching uh, high school football, so <laughs> so you talk about some desperate times here, sheesh. Yeah, so anyhow, so uh, just watch how the situation with Wentz goes during the week. Um, but again, if you're starting a Carson Wentz, it's probably in a super flex or a two quarterback league. So. Um, Again, watch that situation. In terms of the run game, starts and ends with Jonathan Taylor. 27 rushes, 108 yards. No, zero catches for on two targets. So, kind of a 
you'll take this game, but, you know, it's not what he's been producing um, in terms of getting in the end zone and those sort of things and even catching it out the backfield. But, hey, you'll take it. You know, it's not a disappointment by any stretch, but you probably expect it better, so hopefully you'll get better. And um, especially he's, uh, if you got him in this this finals coming up, uh, you hope for better. Uh, Naheem Hines, three catches for 11 yards and then one catch for seven yards. So, And then in the passing game, Michael Pittman Jr. with a nice one. Eight catches for 82 yards, and that's on 12 targets. He also ran it once for three yards. So definitely like to see that. It's kind of a bounce back for him, that's for sure. And then T.Y. Hilton, uh, one, uh, he had a four catches for 51 yards and a touchdown, and he was targeted five times. So, um, yeah, so, you know, again, everything will be dependent upon Wentz and how he fares as far as um, – COVID and all those sort of things. So we'll see what happens there. In terms of Arizona, uh, this offense has kind of been struggling, to be honest with you. Uh, Kyler Murray, 43 pass attempts, 27 completions for him. He had 245 yards, one touchdown. He ran it four times for 74 yards and wasn't sacked. So uh, you'll, you'll take that. That's for sure. But it, I mean, he, he, the bloom has come off the rose with him to be honest with you. So, um, yeah, so that's not too, uh, promising there. Uh, in terms of the run game, no Con James Connor in this one, he was out with the heel injury. So chase Edmonds, 16 rushes for him. Uh, 56 yards and a touchdown. He also caught eight passes for 70, uh, 71 yards, and he was targeted nine times. So, um, so Chase Edmonds, and he just he just got back himself. So, um, pretty good outing, that's for sure. I think he got a little banged up in this one. So watch the injury reports and how he practices this week. Uh, that's for sure. Not sure if Connor will be back for that uh, Week 17 game. So, again, if you got shares in either guy, you want to monitor the situation closely as the week progresses. And then in terms of the passing game, Zach Ertz, eight catches for him, 54 yards on 13 targets. And he got banged up, so watch how he practices this week. Uh, Christian Kirk. Seven catches, 48 yards on nine targets. A.J. Green, one catch, 33 yards. And then Antoine Wesley, two catches for 29 yards and a touchdown on four targets. So, um, yeah, so, again, watch Sack Ertz's situation as far as um, him getting banged up and so forth. So, <clears throat> moving on for... Arizona, they actually go to Dallas uh, to face a Dallas team that's still looking for kind of a buy and maybe uh, 
being on top of that uh, NFC, um, hopefully. So, or at least a buy. So they're still playing for something, basically. And then for the Colts, they host the Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders. So moving on to Sunday games. Now, guys, I'm just going to do about five of these and then I'm going to cut it off and we'll, uh, you'll catch me on the other end. So, uh, Sunday games, let's talk about Atlanta hosting Detroit. Now Detroit, uh, got, got a little hot as of late. Um, but did play this one without Jared Goff due to COVID. Nonetheless, uh, they took a loss in this one. Atlanta beat them 20-16. to Let's talk about Atlanta. Matt Ryan, um, 24 pass attempts, 18 completions, 215 yards and a touchdown. He also ran it four times for five yards, sacked three times. Matt Ryan, given that he... Pretty much all season has been without his main target. Um, he's done okay, uh, given that fact. But uh, could have done a lot better if he had a Calvin Ridley all year long. I, I I would think so. I would definitely think that. So And probably would have uh, loosened up things in the run game too. But that's a whole other story. Let's talk about the run game. Mike Davis... Seven rushes for him, 28 yards. He caught one pass for seven yards. And then Cordero Patterson, seven rushes for him, 14 yards. And a touchdown, he caught one pass for minus one yard or two targets. So, again, Patterson is the guy you probably want to start, especially in Yahoo leagues where he has like a dual tag of wide receiver running back. I mean, this isn't the greatest of performances, but at least he got an end zone for what that's worth. So, um, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, but Mike Davis, absolutely disappointing this season. There's no other way around that. So, let's talk about that passing game. Kyle Pitts with a good one. Six catches, 102 yards for him. Uh, <clears throat> Russell Gage, four catches. 39 yards on five targets. He did lose a fumble in this one, so not the greatest of games for Russell Gage, especially him uh, being that kind of wide receiver one for them. Almighty Zacchaeus, two catches for him, 32 yards on four targets. And then Hayden Hurst with the lone touchdown, two catches for 12 yards in that touchdown. So let's talk about Detroit. Detroit, like I said, golf, not playing in this one. Tim Boyd got the start, 34 pass attempts, 24 completions, 167 yards, a touchdown, an interception, and that interception actually clinched the game for Atlanta. It came in the you know the last uh, on the last drive of Detroit. So um, and he wasn't sacked in this one. So. You know, you'll take that for what it is. Um, there's a silver lining in this, and I'll discuss that in a minute. Jamal Williams, uh, this is the Russian game now. Jamal Williams, 19 rushes for 77 yards. And then Craig Reynolds, 11 rushes, 29 yards. And he caught three passes for 22 yards on four targets. Good news for the run game. 
uh, DeAndre Swift. Looks like he will be back for week 17. So, guys, if you sat on him, uh, he could be getting the opportunity. But here's the question you have to ask yourself. Uh, if you're still alive, you got through the semis, you're now into the finals, you got to ask yourself, do I play DeAndre Swift in the finals with a very good chance of this being a three-headed run, run attack? Um, that's a serious question you have to ask yourself. Um, I think it depends on what you have. Um, yeah, I think it depends on what you have. So would I start a DeAndre Swift over a Ronald Jones? Probably would not. Probably wouldn't. Um, over a Michael Carter? Probably not. Yeah, so you you just gotta ask yourself that question. Will you <laughs> will you do that? I know I have a team where he was on the IR and you know I'm kinda in limbo of what to do. Uh I got solid starters, so um one of which is Ronald Jones the second. So I don't see myself replacing Ronald Jones with him. I just don't. Uh, not with, you know, um, so much riding on this, this, uh, next game here. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So you kind of in a pickle with that one, guys. Uh, in terms of the passing game, Amon Ross St. Brown has really come on nine catches, 91 yards and a touchdown. And then he had, um, he was targeted 11 times. He also had two rushes for 19 yards. So, Monra coming on at the right time and the silver that's this is why I'm talking about the silver lining the fact that he was targeted like this with the backup quarterback bodes well for when Jared Goff gets back so I think this is a guy you can probably can hang your hat on for the rest of this season here he could be a, a league winner uh St. Brown can be so uh Definitely, if you were able to scoop this guy up, man, you 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 definitely got a guy with solid wide receiver two numbers with uh, a wide receiver one ceiling. So, um, and then maybe you know get getting uh, Swift back helps him even more. So, Josh Reynolds two catches, thirty six yards. He was targeted seven times. And then Khalif Raymond, three catches for 12 yards on five targets. And then he ran it once for five yards. So Reynolds, I probably wouldn't worry about. Um, once golf get back, he has a better rapport with him than Boyle does. So um, if you have to start Reynolds, um, you would like it to be when, if Jared Goff is in there, that's for sure. So anyhow, in any event, Next up for Detroit, they go to Seattle. Seattle's not playing for much right now except for pride. So, And then for Atlanta, they go to Buffalo, who's playing for a lot right now. So um won't be an easy one for Atlanta. So let's move on to Cincinnati hosting the Baltimore Ravens and absolutely shellacking them. 41 to 21. Let's talk about those Bengals, shall we? Uh, Joe Burrow with a monster game here. 
46 pass attempts, 37 completions, 525 yards, and four touchdowns. Good gracious. Man. Uh, he ran it twice for 11 yards uh, just to add insult to injury. So he was sacked three times in this. So Joe Burrow, I mean, just coming out firing. And and this is obviously a uh, league high uh the yards here so uh, absolute monster game if you had to start spot start him or you're just starting him you'll take oh my gosh you, you're loving this um in terms of the run game joe mixon continues his nice season 18 rushes for him 65 yards and a touchdown also caught six passes for 70 yards in the touchdown so Joe Mixon delivering the goods <laughs> right in the right during the playoffs, man. Uh, the fantasy playoffs. You'll definitely take that. That's for sure, guys. And then in terms of the pass attack, T. Higgins has been on a roll. 12 catches, 194 yards, and two touchdowns. Targeted 13 times. So in a rhythm with Burrow. Jamar Chase, seven catches for him, 125 yards on 10 targets. Tyler Boyd, three catches, 85 yards and a touchdown. He was targeted five times. C.J. Uzuma, five catches, 36 yards on seven targets. So this passing attack is right there lethal now. This is a lethal attack, guys. Um... And it bodes well for their next game, which I'll talk about in a minute. In terms of Baltimore, uh, both of their their starter and their backup quarterback out for this one. Lamar Jackson with the ankle. Tyler Huntley with COVID. So enters Josh Johnson, the third quarterback. 40 pass attempts, 28 completions. 304 yards, two touchdowns, an interception. He ran it five times for 10 yards, was sacked once. So not bad for your third-string quarterback coming in here. Uh, definitely take that, that's for sure. Um, not sure how many people started him, but yeah. So in terms of the run game, not much there, guys. Devonta Freeman, six Rushes for him, 17 yards and a touchdown. Well, you, you know what I mean? You'll take that. Two catches for three yards. So, yeah, it's uh, at least he got the touchdown. That saves it from being a stinker. And then Latavius Murray, five, five rushes, 12 yards, one catch, 12 yards. So, um, yeah, not a whole lot from the run game, that's for sure. In terms of the pass attack, Mark Andrews has been red hot lately uh eight catches 125 yards and a touchdown he was targeted 10 times i mean man uh this guy has been a league winner right now um if you could get this kind of play going uh particularly in your finals you're a happy camper uh james roach approached the second seven catches for 76 yards on eight Eight targets. Marquise Brown, five catches for 44 yards, targeted nine times. So, eh, not really in sync with Johnson. And then Rashad Bateman, four catches for 20, 
six yards, and he got the other touchdown on five targets. So, uh, yeah. Anyhow, so for Baltimore, they host the L.A. Rams. And <laughs> think about this. Uh, Joe Burrow throws for 500 yards, over 500 yards with his offense. Could you imagine what Matthew Stafford's going to do next week? Uh, yeah, so doesn't bode well for that Ravens uh, secondary. And then Cincinnati, they face, they actually host the Chiefs, so they're going to need Burrow to kind of mirror that performance or come pretty close if they're going to keep up with Kansas City. So that lines up to be a goodie, though. That's for sure. So let's move on to, speaking of the Rams, the Rams uh, going to Minnesota and getting the win there, uh, 30 to 23. And uh, let's just talk about it. Uh, and in that game uh, included for the Rams a 61-yard punt return for a touchdown from Brandon Powell. So, uh, so some special teams giving the Rams help here. Anyhow, let's talk about it. Matthew Stafford's with a pretty bad game for him. 37 pass attempts, 21 completions, 197 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions. <laughs> three catches for eight yards and no sacks, so... Yeah, um, if you're able to still survive and make the finals with Stafford doing this, man, I, I applaud you. Um, but Matthew Stafford not coming through for his owners here, that's for sure. In terms of the run game, Sony Michelle looks like he's the best game in town here right now. 27 passes, 27 rushes, 100 in 31 yards and a touchdown. He also had one catch in this game for four yards. He was targeted four times. So, Sony Michelle, the bell cow, just getting it done. Daryl Henderson, who actually was in this game, um, but uh, ended up uh, having been put on IR. He got hurt in this one. Uh, MCL sprain for him. Uh, that puts him on the IR. So basically, he is out. He is out for these next uh, next few games and some of the postseason. So, um, guys, you know, <laughs> I, I talked about Daryl Henderson kind of making an apology for him, but down the stretch here, he's been pretty banged up. Um, and that didn't bode well, that's for sure. So, oh, in any event, he did rush it one time for 17 yards, but again, MCL spring, he's now on the IR. So bit of good news. Cam Akers, remember Cam Akers got that, um, towards ACL early in the preseason, uh, actually in practice, actually he's supposedly recovered. So they're talking about giving him some looks. So, um, if you got shares in Sony Michelle, I wouldn't worry about this at all. I think this is just 
opportunity to give the guy, you know, a couple of runs here and there. He is not the full-time backup by any means. Um, I think they just want to give him a taste of some, uh, some game action. But again, he's not coming in there to split with, uh, Sony Michelle, not right off the top. There's no way. So I say Sony Michelle is safe for these next two weeks. So if you have to start him in the finals, by all means do so. Uh, just, just a word of warning. So and terms of their passing attack Cooper Cup with a good game at least there's a silver lining out of this uh 10 catches 109 yards on 13 targets so even with Matthew Stafford having the bad game Cooper Cup has a good one so you'll take that guys uh Tyler Higby five catches for 41 yards on six targets uh Odell Beckham Jr who caught the lone touchdown in this one, four catches, 37 yards, and a touchdown on eight targets. Van Jefferson, one catch for six yards, and he was targeted six times. So, yeah, what can you do there? Uh, In terms of Minnesota, Kirk Cousins with a nice one. 38 pass attempts, 27 completions, 315 yards, a touchdown, an interception, Ran it four times for 17 yards and was sacked three times in this. So, Kirk Cousins um, with pretty nice one, uh, all things considered. So, uh, you'll definitely take that. Uh, turns on the run game, Alexander Madison, not great, but you'll take this. 13 rushes, 41 yards, and a touchdown. Three catches for 29 yards on four targets. So, I mean, you you know, if you had to start him for Dalvin Cook, I'm pretty sure your temperature expectations just hope he give you something solid. And this is solid enough, believe it or not. Not so. Uh, it's okay. It's fine. Ken Nwangu, five rushes for eight yards and then two catches for five yards for him. So in terms of the passing game, Justin Jefferson, eight catches for 116 yards on 12 targets. You're taking that. Uh, K.J. Osborne, five catches for 68 yards and a touchdown on seven targets. Tyler Conklin, four catches, 44 yards on five targets. And then Adam Thielen has made his return. Three catches for 40 yards, was targeted three times. So, um, going forward... uh, Probably want to taper the expectations on Osborne as they continue to work Thielen in. So, um, yeah, right now, the the one guy you can start with confidence for sure is Justin Jefferson. Uh, Thielen, if you own him, you probably have to play him, being that he's healthy now. So, you're probably in a spot where you have to play him. I don't think you have a choice. And then Osborne, I don't know. If you got better options on your bench, you might want to consider. So, anyhow, if in that case, Minnesota coming up, they are actually at Green Bay for the Sunday Nighter. And then Green Bay, like, like I said, they are at Baltimore uh, against a defense that just got tattooed 
by Joe Burrow. So um, Matthew Stafford, um, those with shares in you, they want you to come through week 17 against that horrible Raiders secondary. So uh, you need to come through. Anyhow, let's talk about Buffalo uh, actually going to New England and beating those Patriots 33-21. to Let's talk about uh, Buffalo first. Josh Allen uh, with a fine game. And then remember, too, he played this one without Gabrielle Davis or Cole Beasley, both out on the COVID list. So Josh Allen... 30, um, 30 pass completions, 47 attempts, 314 yards, three touchdowns. He also ran it 12 times for 64 yards. He wasn't sacked. So absolutely terrific game for Josh Allen. And definitely coming through for those with shares in him, that's for sure. So you'll definitely uh, take that and run. In terms of the run game, Devin Singletary, 12 rushes, 36, 39 yards, and a touchdown. Five catches, 39 yards on six targets. So, you'll take it. You'll take it. It's fine. I mean, you know, if you're in a playoff position where you had to start Singletary, I guess you you are happy with this. Uh it, it could be a whole lot worse, that's for sure. So, um, in terms of Zach Moss, three rushes for 12 yards. He caught one pass for 13 yards. So, no Matt Breida in this one. I believe he was down. I think he was on the list as well um, as far as COVID. Uh, in terms of the passing game, Isaiah McKenzie coming in for Cole Beasley. 11 catches, 125 yards, and a touchdown on 12 targets. So, wow. I mean, this came out kind of out of nowhere. You figured Emmanuel Sanders would be the guy who benefits the most, and even Dawson Knox to some extent, but not Isaiah McKenzie, for crying out loud. So, not too sure if a lot of people started him, but if you did, man, you, 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 next up, you need to play Lotto. <laughs> so, um, Stefan Diggs, seven catches for 85 yards and a touchdown for him on 13 targets. Emmanuel Sanders, two catches, 26 yards on four targets. And then Dawson Knox, two catches for 11 yards, and he had the other touchdown, and he was targeted three times, so. In terms of the Patriots, who has been sliding as of late coming out of that bye. Um, Matt Jones, 32 pass attempts, 14 completions. A far cry from that Monday nighter when he only passed it about uh, five times. Um, but, yeah, four, 14 uh, completions. 145 yards, two interceptions. Both of which by Micah Hyde. And then he also had six rushes for 33 yards and was sacked once in this one. So uh, in terms of the run game, now they played this one without Ramondre Stevenson, who's out with COVID. So Devin Harris with a monster game. 
18 rushes, 103 yards, three touchdowns, zero receptions on one target. So Devin Harris with a beast of a game coming through for those with shares in him, man. I mean, whoo-hoo, man. That's pure gold there. In terms of Brandon Bolden, two rushes for four yards. He did have two catches for 20 yards on five targets. So, not sure of Stevenson's status. Uh, I imagine he'll, I believe he's due to be off the COVID list. So, and then uh, Devin Harris, of course, is he's always banged up, it seems. He's always on the injury report. So, guys, look at those practices and see how it goes. But if Stevenson is fine and Harris is fine, it'll probably be a, a, a timeshare. So uh, prepare yourself for that, guys. Um, so well, you'll take it from there. Uh, in terms of the passing game, Jacoby Myers, six catches for 59 yards on eight targets. Kendrick Bourne, two catches for 33 yards on four targets. Nikhil Henry, two catches for 15 yards on six targets. And then Hunter Henry, one catch for nine yards, targeted six times. So coming up for Buffalo, Buffalo actually hosts the Atlanta Falcons. So, um, yeah, I would fire up a just about everybody for this one and then watch and see i believe uh both davis gabriel davis and cole beasley should be off of COVID by then so um it'll be interesting to see what the pecking order is uh after stefan Diggs, how the pecking order is going to work from there uh especially with the emergence of mckenzie so and then for New England, they actually take on, they host the Jaguars, who, um, well, I'm about to talk about the Jaguars in a minute, but that should be a bounce back uh, game for them if they can uh, get things together. So anyhow, let's talk about, this is going to be the last game I talk about, actually. Uh, the Jets hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Jets getting a win 26 to 21. Um, let's talk about it. Uh, Zach Wilson, not the most sterling of gains, but probably solid enough. 22 pass attempts, 14 completions, 102 yards, one touchdown. And then he ran it four times for 91 yards and a touchdown. So, Zach Wilson accounting for a couple of their touchdowns there. So uh, their two touchdowns, actually. Everything else was field goals. So, And he was sacked once. So uh, definitely take that. Uh, turns of the run game, Michael Carter with a solid game. Uh, 16 rushes, 118 yards. Two catches for six yards on three targets. So Michael Carter coming through um, in a big way here. That's for sure. Um, and then Tevin Coleman, 14 rushes for him, 57 yards, one catch for four yards. So the running game, getting it done here against a Jacksonville defense that was vulnerable coming into this. So, uh, in terms of the pass game, 
Braxton Barrios, five catches, 37 yards on six targets. Tyler Croft, three catches, 29 yards on five targets. And then Keelan Cole, two catches for 25 yards. So let's talk about Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence looking somewhat better. Uh, 39 pass attempts, 26 completions, 280 yards, uh, six rushes for 37 yards, was sacked once. He did lose a fumble in this one, so he looks kind of better here. The only thing, he's not getting the touchdown throws. Yeah, he hasn't thrown one in seemed like ages, so um, he needs to get that together. Um, in terms of the run game, James Robinson, um, three rushes for 10 yards, but he went on the IR as well. So, um, James Robinson looks like for all intents purposes done for the season. So enter Dare Agu Bawale with 17 rushes, 57 yards and a touchdown. He also had two catches for 25 yards on four targets. So, Looks like Dare will be the guy uh, these next two games. So, guys, uh, I'm sure a lot of people run into the waiver wire for him. But, uh, well, I'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, in terms of the passing game, eh, a little better, I guess. Marvin Jones Jr., eight catches for 74 yards. He was targeted 13 times. Tavon Austin, six catches for 68 yards on seven targets. Laquan Treadwell, five, four catches, 54 yards on five targets. And then James O'Shaughnessy, four catches for 49 yards on four targets. So uh, that's the Jacksonville story. Coming up for them, they are actually at New England. So uh, that's going to be tough sledding for that, um, for Dare to get any, any traction in the run game. So we'll see. And then for the Jets, they actually host the Tampa Bay Bucks. So uh, Michael Carter might not find all the lanes he um, normally does going up against that Tamp Tampa run defense there. So he'll um, probably be up to Zach Wilson to air it out, and that doesn't bode well. So anyhow, so guys, that is it for the first half of these games. I'm going to give you the second half. A few more early games, then I got the late ones, the Sunday night and the Monday night. So stick around, guys, and I will get back to you. So, my peeps, if you enjoy what you're listening to, you can like and subscribe to me on all the major podcast platforms. You can also follow me on my Facebook group, GD That Sports Dude. You can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at GD That Sports Dude. And on Twitter, I'm there under GD That Sport Dude. You can also write to me at That Sports Dude GD at gmail.com. You can also hit my Zelle at that same email address to support this podcast. And again, I value and appreciate you listening to the podcast. <laughs>